Hello and welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia and it's interesting, right? I'm not going to be introducing any panelists now. Well, that's because we have multiple panelists doing individual segments. Um and I'm going to talk about that. So basically, this podcast is going to be all about the Lok Sabha elections in India. And it was a historic day on May the 23rd the results came out and prime minister narendra modi came back with a historical mandate uh, with the bjp doing even better than their previous uh, 282 number and the bjp coming back with more than 300 seats the nda eventually had more than 350 seats and the congress party was significantly reduced to 50 52 seats the left party stands completely wiped out as bjp made massive gains in bengal they have five seats from tamil nadu and kerala basically uh the upa got about 92 odd seats and that's majorly because of the sweep they had in tamil nadu where the anna dmk uh, nda alliance only won one seat and then in kerala where the upa or the udf won 19 out of 20 seats um, but apart from that it was slim pickings for them punjab was a little bit of a change so basically what we are going to do is we're going to have a three four part discussion with different columnists we're going to have talk about uh, the western part the northern part the southern part and the south the eastern part of india of course the central part of india as well in different parts of the podcast so uh stay tuned i'm going to have multiple people joining me and i'll keep introducing them as they're joining for that part but i promise you this will be the most in-depth uh, an- analysis we have the numbers we have the winners we are going to do uh, we are going to decipher what went right for the bjp what went wrong for the congress uh, who are the few mps of bjp who people expected to win but did not win and vice versa rahul gandhi losing for amethi you do not want to miss the entire podcast it's going to be a little longer than our normal but hey such mandates don't come <laughs> every day do they so for that we need to have a longer podcast so stay tuned people and a little bit of a warning in public interest i know uh, there have been some issues with the audio and uh, trust me we are fixing that in the episodes to come the audio in this is going to be a little inconsistent it's good for the most part but we had five panelists in five different parts of the world joining in um many a couple from us many from india so there is a little bit of differential there so please bear with us but i promise you this is going to be a discussion you do not want to miss out we had <coughs> neha shivastava mohal joshi kishor narayan pramod kumar bolavalli and the person who got his numbers absolutely right shwetank bhushan joining us to discuss different parts um, of india so here goes here goes the discussion so uh, like i promised we kick things off uh, in our five <coughs> in our five part mega podcast with uh with five different panelists uh for the first we the in the first part we are going to talk a little bit about the national picture and then the west of india uh, gujarat rajasthan uh, maharashtra and then also a little bit about the central india you know madhya pradesh chatisgarh all that um then then we'll talk about uh, and to on joining me on this part is um fellow mind makers columnist a statistical enthusiast and political aficionado mohal joshi <laughs> 
सो आई हैव टू गिव यू दिस इंट्रोडक्शन बिकॉज आज हम इसी के बात करने वाले देन प्रमोद विल बी ज्वाइनिंग मी फॉर द साउथ इन ईस्ट पॉडकास्ट द साउथ ईस्ट इन ईस्ट किशोर नारायण विल बी साउथ इंडिया श्वेतांग भूषण विल बी डूइंग नॉर्थ इंडिया एंड नेहा श्रीवास्तवा के साथ वी आर जस्ट फोकसिंग ऑन यूपी बिकॉज यूपी यू हैव टू लुक एट इट जस्ट बाई इट सेल्फ सो सो मोहल विदाउट फर्दर डू लेट्स किक थिंग्स ऑफ what do we have in the national picture i mean we have bjp bjp getting about 38 and a half percent vote share and nda almost touching 46% vote share from, from based on the information we have right now uh, the gain of bjp is about more 21 seats they have 282 last time they have 303 which is stupendous considering they've lost 10 in up and they gave up five sitting mps in bihar and the gains they made in northeast and east so let's talk a couple of minutes about the national picture before we go into the west of india Yeah, so yesterday night I was like collecting data from the 542 seats uh, together. Hmm. Uh, what I'm getting is, and uh, I mean, ECI hasn't released all the data together. Hmm. So from individually piecing everything together, like I'm getting BJP at 37 and a half percent, which is uh, uh, amazing number if if you keep in mind that this was an incumbent government. So usually incumbent governments they tend to lose votes or retain their votes. while bjp has gained at least 6% vote from last time this last time they were at 31.3 and this time i am pegging them at to be 37.5 pegging like the official numbers in one place from uh, the election commission rate while congress which i mean i thought there would be a dead cat bounce at least for them to go up to let's say 22 or uh, 23 they are actually i'm pegging them at 19 and a half based on the preliminary data so basically same as last time mm-hmm. and in terms of raw votes uh, i see like uh, bjp got like uh, 22 22.9 crore votes and uh, uh, congress is 111.9 crore votes which means there's a difference of almost 11 crore votes between both of them which is like a mind boggling number if you think of it yeah, exactly and as you see nda i mean i'm getting around 45% but I, i could be missing a few allies so it could be anywhere between 44 to 45 i know some people have picked this 46 i might have missed a few allies Mm. Coming to the head-to-head contest where BJP decimated Congress last time, I think the story has been repeated. Out of 188 direct contests, as per reports, BJP or where like they have been number one or number two, uh, BJP won an astonishing 174 out of 188 contests, which translates to a 93% strike rate. Where both of them are uh, number one and number two, so basically Congress has been wiped out just like last time. And uh, I think many people already know, like in sixteen uh, out of the thirty-six states and union territories, BJP is allies. So NDA as a whole entity has won more than fifty percent of the vote share. uh which means like no amount of mahagathbandhan super mahagathbandhan mm. is going to cut it anyway for the uh the opposition because i mean you can't uh, i mean combine like more votes than 50% so basically you are unbeatable in these 16 states where you have more than 50% vote share bjp won 255 seats mm-hmm. and nda won 300 seats including up where i think they have 50.6 assuming the apna dal you add a 1.2% so nda is 
expanded just by 50%. So no amount of Mahagathbandhan would have made a difference even if Congress had allied up uh, in some of these cases. Mm. And uh, one more, uh, another amazing statistic, mm. in 224 states that BJP won, by itself, minus the allies, they won more than 50% of the vote share. Mm. So this is like a broad picture of the uh, amazing numbers that have that have been thrown up, and I think as we get more and more data, as I do more deep dive, I think I'll find some more nuggets like these. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, regarding the BJP Absolutely. performance, and, and that that essentially is the story of this election. The margins are so huge, and so which this you it gives me the perfect point to switch to um, the west of India, where probably the, the story is is. Stunning. Nothing short of stunning for BJP. Let me just give, let me just give you uh, our listeners some some minor statistics which will absolutely shock you. Okay, um, in Maharashtra, uh, Maharashtra BJP and Shiv Sena together have more than fifty percent vote share, and they won forty one out of forty eight seats. Um, in 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 um, and and I'm I'm going to say it could have been even higher had some vote splitting not occurred. But anyways, in 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 Rajasthan, the BJP had 58.4 percent vote share, a lead of almost 24 percent over the Congress. And my home state, our home state, Mohal of Gujarat, is a 30 percent lead for the BJP. BJP got 62 percent. The average margin average margin of victory was more than 3 lakh votes and and let's not forget Madhya Pradesh another state where BJP was the number two party in Vidhan Sabha Congress was the single largest party BJP again got 58% vote share and Congress was languishing at 34.5% the only state they managed to get was Kamal Nath's Republic of Chindwada and, and even the one seat they got in Maharashtra Chandrapur Hansraj Ahir seat was the surprise so between these four states uh, uh, Rajasthan, Gujarat, Maharashtra, and Madhya Pradesh. Congress just got two seats. That is incredible. Yeah, and even in considering Gujarat, I mean, the fear was that Congress might chip away at one or two seats. Like one of them was Anand, but in the end, Anand wasn't the closest fought seat as per the initial reports. I mean, I haven't looked at all the data. No, you're right. You're right. It wasn't. Dahod was the closest data, which. It's kind of mind-boggling that Anand, which used to be a Congress bastion from all our lives, mm. is now not the weakest uh, BJP seat in Gujarat. Mm. No, and 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 you're and you're forgetting another thing. Madhosi Solanki's son, Bharatsi Solanki, who had won the seat, was uh, fighting from it, and eventually they lost by 1.97 lakh votes. Even Amreli. Yeah, I mean, you mean in the you mean in the assembly, right? Because in the uh, Parliamentary, they had won all the 26 seats last Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but no, I'm saying Bharatsi Solanki had won that seat before in 2004 and 2009. And I think finally he's, he even joked on the campaign trail that if, if you lose Anand, then it is going to be 26 0. He but he's right. No, he's said. absolutely right. And and and, and same for Amreli. Amreli, uh, a lot of people thought, including me, that Paresh Dhanani might pose a challenge. But eventually, BJP won by 2 lakh votes there. Yeah, it's just like uh, some. Uh, I think Gujaratis, us Gujaratis, cannot vote for anybody else except the son of the soil. Yeah, in fact, Ahmedabad East, I think, was very happy uh, this time. They gave one lakh more votes to uh, Hasmukh Bhai Patel than they did to Parish Rawal last time. <laughs> uh, 
so and and of course the biggest margin and i don't know how someone in the right head thought that navsari was even a challenge was cr patil from navsari with 6.9 lakh votes yeah i think that's the largest delta in the nation right as of right now could be so i haven't I seen anything yeah, bigger yeah. than that even amit shah's margin wasn't as big as cr patil's was yeah i mean navsari is a pretty much safe seat you know so exactly exactly so but that that was gujarat basically a uh, uh, average of 3 and a half lakh 3 to 3.3 lakh margin for 26 constituencies the vote differential was about 80 to 81 lakhs between the bjp and congress um, i mean a 30% gap that is unbelievable Un- unseen in gujarat's history and uh, one thing is vijay bhai is, is still going to continue as the cm of gujarat i can assure you that yeah So let's move from Gujarat to Rajasthan. Rajasthan was the. Do you want to give some few statistics on Rajasthan, Mohal? Oh uh, yeah, I think uh, in Rajasthan, like BJP was a distant second uh, compared to uh, Congress. After they lost the assembly elections, there was a fear that Congress could make uh, several inroads into Rajasthan. I think if you collated the assembly seats up to the the vidhan sabha to the parliamentary level uh, the report was that they could have won at least technically 12 seats but there was a sea change uh, since then still the hope was okay maybe 21 22 could be uh, maybe 28 to 23 was the general consensus mm. uh, to get but like they astonishingly won each and every seat even like some tough ones like uh, barma uh, the barma seat Mm. and uh, the one good uh, thing that bjp did was that uh, they had uh, hanuman benival on their own side which uh, helped him uh, gain some additional votes and he did fight as an independent i mean mm. sorry as a from his rlp party mm. so basically they were able to sweep all the 25 seats with 24 seats for bjp and one for hanuman benival mm. interesting interesting so that's rajasthan moving from moving from rajasthan let's go to um, uh, madhya pradesh madhya pradesh was the biggest news of course was jyotiraditya losing guna guna has been a congress stronghold for a long time and jyotiraditya lost by 1 and 1/2 lakh votes i think uh, is uh, isn't that congress never lost its independence could well be could well be i i can look it up quickly as like as we are discussing but i mean it, this is poetic justice right in 1984 when uh, vajpayee was fighting from gwalior madhavrao india was sent to gwalior and he he lost and then now you have guna uh, um, but you know what is interesting is last time uh, in guna in 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 uh, in 2014 um uh, uh, jyotiraditya's vote percentage did go down to 52% and okay and by the way it's not that bjp hasn't won so it is interesting vijayaraje sindhya used to fight from uh, guna and madhavrao sindhya i think fought from gwalior and then they swapped after vijayaraje passed vijayaraje uh, sindhya passed away so it has voted bjp but in the last since 1999 since madhavrao and jyotiraditya took over it has not voted bjp so basically it was a not a sorry a congress stronghold as i said earlier it was a sindhya stronghold ha it was a sindhya stronghold like because ha because because yashodra rajesh sindhya still comes as an mla from shivpuri mm-hmm. which is which is a part of guna constituency but still like 
mind boggling to think that a seat which has been a family pocket borrow since 1967 maybe there was a uh, yeah i mean like it's like uh, it's like what 33 plus 19 is like over 60 years a uh, pocket borrow <laughs> Yeah, I think the bigger the bigger news is not BJP winning and KP Yadav winning. The bigger news is the Sindhya family losing. I mean, credit to KP Yadav for ensuring this, but this is this is gone out from the Sindhya family. So, यहाँ भी हमने बुआ भतीजे की बात कर दी. राजस्थान में बुआ जी की बात की, मध्य प्रदेश में भतीजे की बात कर दी. And I think KP Yadav used to be a Congress person just some time ago, till some time ago. He was denied a ticket and he switched over to. No, now he denied Congress a ticket. So, so that that's the situation. In it. MP was a bit difficult because many people had forecasted that uh, there was a lot of news articles being thrown by uh, certain folks that okay, some of the tribal seats have seen increasing voting. So MP is going to be tough, and MP had very little voting last time compared to 2014, and the levels are similar to 2018 assembly elections. So Madhya Pradesh is going to Congress is going to make inroads in uh, several seats. Uh, Hmm. Uh, across the state, but nothing of that sort came to uh, bear. But actually, the reverse happened, hmm. and same like Rajasthan, uh, complete reversal where they were equal vote share. I think they were like forty-four or forty-five percent. I can't remember the numbers exactly. And now I said there was a huge twenty to thirty percent delta in uh, Madhya Pradesh also. No, yeah. I mean, when you say tsunami, I I don't know what. I mean, you know, what else is this except the tsunami? And, and Uh, I mean, tsunami is just like not putting it in the right context. I would believe. I think it's a pro-incumbent tsunami, which makes it even more astonishing, like uh, yeah. on a multiple scale. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially how it's uh, connected and stuff like that. So good point raised there. So from Madhya Pradesh to Chhattisgarh, which even Chhattisgarh, because Chhattisgarh Congress decisively won last time. Yeah. And this time BJP mm-hmm. the 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 last time I think Congress got around fifty sixty percent votes or something. This time the gap between Congress and BJP was ten percent. BJP got another fifty percent votes, and BJP replaced yeah, all I sitting think, MPs. Yeah, I think the percentage of seats which BJP sorry uh, the Congress won in uh, ML in the Vidhan Sabha was probably like sixty to seventy percent. Yeah. And now exact yeah the BJP turned it around and even shockingly won a larger percentage nine out of eleven uh, compared to uh, uh, the Vidhan Sabha like you know and then I think last time they won ten seats and this time they won uh, nine seats so which is like complete but see one thing is like which needs to be highlighted BJP realizing the danger it was in Chhattisgarh dropped all its ML uh, all its MPs I think this was also seen I think we had a discussion last year if you remember like like How many MPs will be dropped? I still had at that time hold held out that there would be more than hundred MPs dropped, and I think it was the case. I think uh, Giles Vernier, like who does a lot of data dive, he still found that there were hundred seventeen MPs dropped, which is like forty percent of sitting BJP MPs were dropped. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, some of them like Shatrughan Sinha went to other parties, and Kirti Azad, and some people changed their seats, and some people left the party at all, or they went the Bihar scenario where. Is it to accommodate five more allies? Mm. But still, like I mean, you can easily say that dropping those forty MPs removed the some level of anti-incumbency uh, all across the country, you know. And then you allowed to ride on the Modi wave. So this made sure that the Modi wave was much larger than even that corner case where 
a sitting MP would be so unpopular that the Modi wave cannot un- uh, overcome this, yeah, the anti-incumbency. Absolutely, absolutely. And and so we res- we reserve the big for the last is Maharashtra. Congress? Okay. No, no, Congress to end with Maharashtra. Bale. 48 uh-huh, seats. Uh-huh. Um, BJP and Sena sweeping Mumbai, sweeping Vidarbha, uh, gains in Marathwada, NCP only won 4 seats, Parth Pawar lost Mawal, uh, Supriya Sule did manage to win and Congress only won 1, Chandrapur, Hansraj Ahir seat, they even lost Nandir. Um, and Chandrapur was a shock too because Chandrapur was considered to be a strong BJP seat. So uh, had that not happened, it would have been who knows. And then another seat, AIMIM won Aurangabad, which was a Sena stronghold. And the only reason they were won it was because Harshwardhan Jadav um, contested as an independent and got about 2.8 lakh votes. And they won it by like some few thousand votes. So I think um, they would have... Um, um, won that too. But I think so Maharashtra, can we extrapolate and say that Devendra Fadnavis will be back? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean even talking to few folks, I mean they were happy with Fadnavis but some of the folks, uh, they were like not going to vote in uh, the local level because they were not like too happy with the choices and stuff. So mm-hmm. like Fadnavis, I think is a law. The main question is do they fight together with Shivsena or separately? And coming to the seats, I think you had mentioned in your podcast with I think Ashish and even uh, I think some of your tweets that uh, BJP could very well win. I mean, the NDA could very well win more seats than last time, and which did happen. Like they won one more seat. Also, like coming to I think the loss around two seats. So one was the seat that you just mentioned, Aurangabad, and also the Amravati seat where independent. Uh, uh, Telugu actress, uh, she won against the Shiv Sena uh, sitting MP. Mm. So I think they could, they, I think they lost out on a couple of seats, which I think they could have possibly won in the end. Absolutely. And that is, that is, that is the, that is the thing. So, but, so clearly a huge wave in Maharashtra, maybe Fadnav is going, but before we end the podcast, let's talk a little bit about the Congress, because we've discussed many times, if you take out Kerala, uh, and by ending the podcast, I mean ending this part of the podcast, there are four more yeah, so to follow. Let me give you some numbers, I'm pretty sure I give you very well versed with numbers as you are just like Go me. for it. So, Congress won 52 seats. Hmm. Now, out of the 52, if you just remove the three big ones that they scored big in is Punjab 8, Tamil Nadu 8 and Kerala 15. Hmm. So, if you remove those, those are like basically Congress got 60% of their seats just from three states. Hmm. And if you again take three each from Assam and Telangana, that's basically 71% of your seats. So basically, 71% of the seats just came from 5 states. Mm. And uh, so you're left with now 15 seats, which is just, this got 1 or 2 seats mm. in 13 states and union territories. So I was like joking yesterday, like you can truly call this is a 1Z2Z party of India, mm. where they got like 15 seats in 1 or uh, thir- uh, 15 seats in, in 1 or 2 quantity in 13 states. Because... I mean, if you subtract the five states, it's all like 1Z, 2Z, you know, mm. all. <laughs> and then uh, also, uh, you take 52, so I know like today, uh, uh, I believe, uh, who was the person who said like this was not a disastrous performance, I forget. A.K. Anthony. 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 So, uh, sort of like you were saying, oh, we got like 52, but I mean, if you subtract ETA, uh, which like they got a wind-assisted uh, performance, Hmm. Tailwind assisted performance from DMK uh, 
Uh, you are back to 44 from 2015, right? You subtract 15. No, no, forget that, uh, Mohal. You can you take out Kerala, uh, uh, Punjab, and Tamil Nadu. Congress is 21 seats out of 400 something. That is un. Yeah, yeah. Now, if that isn't a disaster, then I don't know what bigger disaster it is. But this is coming from a party that still thinks Rahul Gandhi is the best thing that ever happened to it since Rajiv Gandhi. So, क्या पता? Yeah, I mean. Uh, Who needs an uh, a birthday present? I was just saying, like I was like saying the other day, like like Narendra Modi, like he doesn't need any birthday presents when you are Rahul Gandhi as your opposition leader, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely, but that's that's a that's a good point to end this part of the podcast, guys. Please stay tuned for the other parts. Thank you so much, Mohal, for joining, and we are going to do a deep dive with Mohal. I promise on all the numbers, Congress, BJP. But this we wanted to talk about a broad view of what happened on Thursday. But we'll do a deep dive in the coming weeks. Thank you, Mohal. Appreciate it. Thanks. So, folks, thank you for staying with me. Um, First of all, before I introduce this panelist, I have to I have to give him a special introduction because we did a mind a polls predictor like our six columnists who covered the elections most extensively for us. Well, ten columnists actually, but six of them participated in this exercise, and he is the columnist who got it absolutely bang on. And you know whom I'm talking about? Shwetang Bhushan is back on Mind Podcast. Congratulations, Shwetang. I'm so glad Thank you got you. it so close. Oh, it was overwhelming. No, I, I I must tell you, I have never been happier to be short by forty seats <laughs> than I was. <laughs> I mean, I, that this was one thing where I was hoping you are right, and I'm short <laughs> of my number. <laughs> But right on the no, money. No, I I was prepared. Uh, I mean, I, I did uh, put my neck out. Absolutely. But, uh, you and Pradeep Gupta are the only two people who put their necks out on the numbers. Yeah. But Bihar was, I mean, absolutely amply clear this time. No, no. So before yeah. before we get into that, let me uh, let me tell our listeners what happened in Bihar. So the BJP fought in an alliance with JDU and Lok Janshakti Party. The BJP had 22 sitting MPs, but they only contested on 17 seats to accommodate JDU and LJP. And the result was JDU, LJP, and BJP won 39 out of the 40 seats. And the one remaining seat did not go to Lalu Prasad Yadav, but went to Indian National Congress. And this Shwetang will explain why that is significant. He already called that on his article. So the floor is yours, Shwetang. Bihar this time, as uh, I've written extensively, that uh, both the chemistry and mathematics both were on the, their side. Mm-hmm. Uh, the numbers were there. If you go by caste and religion wise, and the momentum in Bihar was unprecedented. It was completely uh, modified, as they say. Mm. Uh, there was, I mean, frenzy level uh, popularity of Narendra Modi there, and then this very very strong. Uh, alliance hmm. if you remember i had said that uh, i don't know about the strike rate of bjp and jdu but uh, ljp definitely will score 6 of 6 uh, out of 6 huh. bjp is 100 out of 100% to 17 out of 17 and jdu huh. is 16 out of 17 yeah. which is like a 94 95% e- exactly so and kishanganj from day one i mean it was known that that seat uh, it's very difficult to win And thankfully, it went to Congress's Kitty. Uh, so, but this is stunning. Even Katihar, they lost. Katihar was a fight. Yeah, 
but hmm. uh, this kind of momentum you know uh, hmm. i mean this was a true way except uh, jahanabad which uh, i call that it's tough fight hmm. and i was hoping that uh, bjp may lose this seat uh, jdu may lose this seat as well hmm. 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 but they won they won with uh, around uh, 1700 uh, votes or something hmm. And rest all the seats hmm. the average winning margin is around 2 lakhs unbelievable every seat unbelievable and this time rambilas paswan did not contest himself na he, he did not contest himself he he did not campaign as well but you know as he's called mosam vaigyanik he knew the uh, the yeah. the momentum there I, I, and I, he had the both bjp jdu and uh, modi to ride on and again ram kripal yadav beat misa bharti twice in a row from padaliputra and in yeah. in patna sahib to ravi shankar prasad ne to pachhadi diya shatrughan bhai ko 2.84 lakh votes i mean 4 lakh almost 3 lakh 84000 votes yeah ha 2 lakh 2 lakh 84000 votes and 2 lakh 84000 votes almost 3 lakh ha aur pachhada to itna pachhada ki this shatrughan sinha was already conciliatory in his message patna sahab actually main bhi khada hota bjp ke sample se to main bhi jeet are aap to waise bhi jeet jate you know the uh, nitish kumar is very unpredictable so uh, even if there is no reason hmm. he switches sides hmm. that's my only headache otherwise if this uh, alliance holds hmm. then i don't think uh, i i believe that they'll repeat the same they yeah that's what that's what i feel but but so moving from and the most worrying factor for rjd is that lalu yadav is still in jail and unless he is out i don't think that this party can revive ha matlab zero seats to no one no one even thought ke zero aayega to pata nahi i i i i don't know what uh... even with most aggressive uh, numbers i had given them 36 but they crossed even that ha matlab zabardast zabardast ho gaya so from there let's move to jharkhand 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 also was absolutely clear and uh, I had called that uh, Dumka Sibusuren may lose uh-huh. which he lost yes mm-hmm. and uh, but but even Girid see this is the wave right Dumka to you expect Sibusuren's stronghold Girid AJS he was considered pretty weak and they managed to win Girid because Girid is actually uh, everybody was saying that how come BJP uh, can give Giridi seat to anybody else because it is their bastion. Yeah. So, yeah, Arshu did help BJP in other. Uh, in Jamshedpur, they transferred their 1.5 lakh votes and stuff. So that that Jamshedpur is another Patna side. Uh, Jamshedpur is uh, has never voted. Uh, huh. Except in 1984. Huh. Right. Uh, 
गुजरात में तो सिक्सटी टू है बीजेपी का मार्जिन कम हुआ वहां पे सिर्फ दो लाख वोट से जीते वो लोग गुजरात में दवरेज मार्जिन साढ़े तीन लाख वोट हिमाचल उत्तराखंड पंजाब एंड डेली ओके सो हिमाचल पहले बात करते हैं इफ गुजरात वॉज सिक्सटी टू हिमाचल वॉज अनदर थिंग सिक्सटी नाइन परसेंट वोट शेयर फॉर बीजेपी हिमाचल एनीवे वाज द पहाड़ीज वे आर गोइंग फॉर बीजेपी बट दिस काइंड ऑफ अनप्रेसिडेंटेड वोटिंग Nobody was expecting. Nobody was expecting, and I'll tell you, uh, they, uh, BJP had a huge setback in Shimla because they only won by 3.2 lakh votes. The other seats they won by 4 lakh votes each. <laughs> But then you have faces like uh, Harish Rawat and all. No, Harish Rawat is in Uttarakhand. But in 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 in. Ah, uh, but in Himachal Congress had Veer Bhadra Singh. But but uh, uh, and uh, uh, Anurag Thakur was there in BJP. But Anurag Thakur last time in a Modi wave in 2014 only won by I mean only. by 98000 votes this time he won by 3.99 lakh votes and um, in kangra uh, bjp dropped Shant- shanta kumar who was a, a, a long time mp he won it by 1.7 lakhs this time they won it by 4.8 lakh votes those are some you see no 80% votes are almost 70% vote for bjp ha huh, that is unbelievable the uttarakhand himachal was completely uh, totally modified ha so from himachal let's yeah. let's move to uttarakhand parallelly um, because we we are running short of time so i'm covering them too fast and then we'll go to delhi uttarakhand was again 61% vote uttarakhand was interesting um, bc khanduri's son was standing on a congress ticket and they still lost <laughs> yeah par wo to wo to ha no he lost by 3 lakh votes <laughs> 
उत्तराखंड में भी हर एक सीट का मार्जिन तीन लाख दो लाख तीन लाख दो लाख ऐसे मतलब देर वॉज नॉट इवन कॉन्टेस्ट बुक्स written just as case studies of this election but this brings me to a big big thing that i want to discuss the national capital of delhi where all the journalists kept saying ki delhi uh, aap aur uh, congress ka alliance hota to bjp ko rok dete agar alliance ho jata to ye log jeet jata lekin sabne ye bol jata ki whether they do an alliance or not it wouldn't matter because bjp was uh, around 50% anyway Hmm, exactly, and 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 together, AAP and Congress got about forty percent, and BJP got about fifty six point six percent. Fifty six point six percent vote. Yeah, how are you? I mean, it's it's impossible. In fact, मुझे तो ये लगता है, and correct me if I'm wrong, Shweta. What I I thought is, if AAP and Congress would have gone in alliance, I think some of their voters would have shifted to BJP. Of course, they they must have. गिरिराज सिंह अरविंदर सिंह लवली गॉट थ्री पॉइंट जीरो लैख वोट एंड गौतम गंभीर गॉट क्लोज टू सेवन लैख वोट I think so too. Or maybe uh, Shweta. I think that pamphlet thing was a knee-jerk reaction to uh, you know uh, something um, like they were expecting they lose or pata nahi kya. But but moving moving on from Delhi to a state where Congress did do a little better was Punjab. So which they were expected. To. Which they were expected to. You said it. We all disagreed on the podcast, and you said it on your piece too that Congress would get seven to eight seats, which they did. Uh, what was surprising was Akali Dal still held the two seats uh, by their family, the family two seats, and then BJP also held Gurdaspur and Hoshiarpur, where the Thai kilo ka hat Sunny Devil won. <laughs> uh, after uh, Sunny Devil coming to the fore, huh. uh, Gurdaspur was a given seat. So the youth completely backed uh, huh. Sunny Devil. Huh. And interestingly, now the Akali Dal and BJP vote share is almost thirty-seven percent. So it's only three seven three percent clear of the Congress. So they are actually giving a bigger fight than what people think they are. 
I think Sidhu has done extremely well there. <laughs> for the to help the Akali Dal. For BJP. Yeah. <laughs> for BJP. Jo jo Sidhu party mein reh ke nahi kar diya, usne opposition mein jaake kar. Opposition jaake kiya hai. Acha kam kiya. The the only <laughs> consolation prize came from uh, for Arvind Kejriwal came from Punjab where uh, Bhagwant Man uh, uh, stumbled his way stumbled his way through Sangroor again. Representative of Aam Party. <laughs> Sorry, Bhagwant Man ka kya hai? Bhagwant Man is ideally the the most fitting representative of Aam Aadmi Party, <laughs> and he should be made the chief of Aam Aadmi Party. <laughs> of all the drunkards, all the, I mean, they should form a party and make him the boss. That 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 this one statement sums it up, right? So. So b- b- before the last state I wanted to cover from the north was another clean sweep for the BJP, which was Haryana, and Haryana, Haryana too. Uh, yeah, uh, BJP Haryana was also very clear since day one, but uh, they will uh, score ten of ten. Uh, I I was not uh, expecting this. No, but Shweta, वो भी बड़ी बात नहीं थी. Fifty-eight percent vote share. Fifty-eight. उसका वैसे hint भी मिल गया था. We got a hint when uh, in Bhind. सब कुछ हार जाएंगे रोहतक तो शायद जीती जाएंगे कांग्रेस वाले पर वो भी हार गए एंड दी अदर सीट फरीदाबाद वॉज द बिगेस्ट फरीदाबाद इन करनाल दे बीजेपी वन बाई सिक्स लैख वोट सीच that is something else i mean these margins are unreal on uh, unbelievable uh, margins ha huh. so in closing shwetank what would you like to say what do you think rahul gandhi is going to do in his new drama that we are hearing i don't think uh, rahul is going to change a bit hmm. okay uh, neither the, the party's uh, tactics are going to change hmm. they are in their own world hmm. they find it Uh, the best way to counter modi led government and uh, they they'll continue getting loaded ha huh, absolutely the, if after up uh, hmm. debacle if raj babbar resigns and takes the responsibility then that's amply clear what what's the party's plan is एंड एंड बाय द वे बिफोर लिसनर्स यू इट मी अलाइव मैंने उत्तर प्रदेश जान बूझ के रहने दिया है आई डू नो इट्स अ पार्ट ऑफ नॉर्थ इंडिया आल्सो एंड बीजेपी वन मोर देन 60 सीट्स बट यूपी वी आर डूइंग नेहा श्रीवास्तव फ्रॉम यूपी इज जॉइनिंग अस टू डिस्कस यूपी यूपी आई लीव फॉर नेहा यस वन गाय इन माइंड मेकर्स हैड कॉल्ड दैट 60 प्लस इज श्योर was me and i'm so happy about it i i was just about to end with that i was like <laughs> you put your neck out and said 60 plus and 60 plus happened and amazing result amazing shwetank uh, i mean congratulations to you for getting the number so right or and i hope and i hope you um, continue doing this continue calling the states for us और पॉलिटिकल एनालिसिस तो भी बहुत करनी है राइट नाउ लेट्स स्टेप बैक फॉर अ डे एंड जस्ट रेवल इन द सॉर्ट ऑफ द इनक्रेडिबल मार्जिन वी हैव सीन थैंक यू सो मच फॉर जॉइनिंग ऑन दिस स्पेशल पॉडकास्ट श्वेता एंड यू माय लिसन
and you my listeners be keep tuned we're going to go to more states and cover more of them thank you shwetang hello 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 so in this part as we have a whole section separate section for uttar pradesh or as mulayam singh ji calls it uttar pradesh uh, we we have to we have to because we have to analyze it in detail and i have got a voice from uttar pradesh who's articulate she studied all the numbers and is ready for you with all the information so if you have any doubts about this go bash her not me <laughs> so joining me today is neha shrivastava uh, author called columnist and uh, uh, as as i call her a free uh, 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 a panelist on mind podcast as well welcome to mind podcast neha hello and uh, thank you for calling me once again to discuss up it's my favorite subject acha absolutely well before we get to into discussing your favorite subject let's tell everyone what happened so in 2014 you had a remarkable verdict where the nda won 73 seats 71 for bjp and 2 for apna dal समाजवादी पार्टी वन फाइव सीट्स इन दर फैमिली पॉकेट बरोज बहुजन समाज पार्टी वन बिग फैट जीरो एंड इंडियन नेशनल कांग्रेस वन टू सीट्स रायबरेली एंड अमेठी what has changed this time is the bjp i mean and and this is very important let's not go by the seat count but the nda has won 64 seats the bahujan samaj party has won 10 seats one for the congress and five for the samajwadi party but the key difference here is the vote share has of the bjp has significantly gone up it was 42.3% with apna dal it was 43% now along with apna dal it has gone it has crossed uh, 50% um uh, for the nda the bahujan samaj party and the gathbandhan so to speak uh, their vote share is around um, 37% and the congress's vote share is 6% this is also a um, indicator that if you know about the whole hawa that was being spread that if three of them got together they would get more than the bjp well if you add their arithmetic it is still 7% 6 to 7% less than the bjp so this is the story of up and uh, I have Neha with me to decode it in detail. So Neha, the floor is yours. What are your uh, sort of key takeaways from this election? See, um, in many many ways, I feel like this sixty um, two in twenty nineteen is definitely more significant than the seventy one in twenty fourteen. Hmm. And I'll I'll immediately like, at the very offset. One thing that is very clear is that uh, there was Mahagathbandhan to deal with, right? Like mm. there was caste arithmetic that we did not have before. In many seats, it was said that BJP won because the other um, the non BJP vote got split between many parties. Mm. Um, there was the Muslim vote that got split between BJP, uh, sorry BSP, SP, and Congress, and then there was the uh, the solid vote bank that uh, Mayawati had. So in in many many ways, they had significant uh, vote share, but that didn't translate into seats. Because it was getting distributed. Mm. This time they got wiser and they decided to, um, you know, join hands, join forces. Much to which was very cringeworthy for me personally, but, but okay, whatever works for them. Mm. Um, and <clears throat> then second point was that 2014 was a wave election. Mm. To be, and if, if you can ask people, and they will tell you that many people who won themselves were not expecting to really win. <laughs> a lot of a lot of MPs were brand new in their areas. Um, they had no exposure. They had to the even the population, but it we just won because of Modi. So mm. like it was it was not uh, necessarily a electoral candidate election, but mm. it was a Modi election. Mm. However, that becomes harder in twenty nineteen. In many ways, it was still 
you know modi was very strong uh, component here but there was double incumbency to be faced this time hmm. because we have a U- bjp government in up and we also have modi for has already been there for 2015 so you could see that there is almost double incumbency factor that should be playing mm. like there is a fatigue after a while uh, when one brand kind of you know takes over so much there is a brand fatigue that happens mm. so that was another challenge that you had to face mm. third thing is that internal up bjp uh, nightmare <laughs> 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 that has been a persistent problem uh, for the past 15 years and this was the first time again when we won uh, state elections also mm. so this 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 um, internal what the things that were happening churning around internally mm. and one obvious thing was that there was a lack of clear leadership ever since not went national hmm. uh, and not and i'm not me just just meaning um, home ministry even before that he was the president of bjp hmm. so his focus on up alone was reducing and no clear successor was emerging no so, so okay uh, uh, yeah. also another big point i want to um, emphasize here is uh, bjp you know there is sort of also this um, thing that is said that there was anti incumbency against the government and stuff uh, state government and what what not this was the first election that bjp had in up after um, the remarkable win in 2017 state elections and the trend sort of i mean there were obviously going to be a little bit of losses just by arithmetic purposes especially in the places where mayawati won because the demographics were not adding up in bjp's favor and they had won in 2014 in a couple of seats i mean let's take a rampur for example they had only won rampur because of there was a split in votes the minute the mahagathbandhan uh, got together and there was a muslim consolidation behind azam khan you knew what was going to happen So, exactly ha huh. so there are some seats where you can it's just impossible to win so um, for bjp huh. uh, so, so what i'm saying is but they still maximize their gains in any seats that they had a semblance semblance of a contest so huh. if you take this to say because they had they've had a state government like in 2014 bjp was an untested entity in up for the last 10 years because they huh. had only gotten like 10 10 mps in the lok sabha and some 40 50 mls in the vidhan sabha So that change with 70 MPs, 300 odd MLAs, and now again 63 MPs. So I'm saying that exactly. the, the, they haven't really had an erosion of support as what people might think. Right, and another factor that people, you know, uh, keep mentioning is the loss in by polls. Um, one thing I want to clarify that all the seats that we lost in by polls, we have won back. I mean, but by polls, uh, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, and and with what margin have we won them? Like, it's yeah. just phenomenal. Eight, okay, Ravi Kishan won with three point seven lakh uh, mm. margin, mm. and Phool uh, Phool district was also completely you know su- uh, clean sweep. Nehruji Nehruji Chacha ki seat thi Phool Phool to. That we have completely you know uh, won back. There was one MLA seat that was lost, so we were to election who won, so we can't um, get it back yet. But we'll get there. Another uh, important aspect that changed this time. from 2014 is that for the first time we have a clear up leader hmm. you know bjp leader um who is uh, specifically for up much like shivraj singh chauhan in uh, mp and you know raman singh was in chatisgarh so this time we have a face for up bjp unlike you know like we didn't know whether rajnath is here or there or then there were bunch of other faces that we were not clearly seen but this time we have a brand and we have a face hmm. and what a face right <laughs> 
people have a very strange love hate relationship with him all over social media and that's so much fun to watch uh, right. but aside from that you know but it but if you look at the challenge that yogi ji had to face hmm. that also is in like his victory is impressive and massive so one thing for example he was always considered to be an eastern up leader and that to like a gorakhpur leader mm. so one thing uh, that he has asserted is that he indeed is a eastern up leader and he's delivered it and delivered it with solid margins mm. every eastern up seat has come uh, to us like with a, like a platter um, like on a platter it's it's just beautiful to watch what is interesting is what is interesting is i mean and we'll talk about amethi guys we haven't forgotten in case you're wondering ki hi hi 5 minute ho gaye amethi ki baat kyun nahi ki wo to karenge hi um what i thought was interesting was like people like rita bahuguna who was in the uh, ministry she has been transported to the lok sabha she got her father's old seat of allahabad uh, yeah. um and i mean she won by 1.84 lakh um, votes and i think if she stays with allahabad or something she uh, and then she does um, work i think that should be a short shot in for bjp every time what is interesting Absolutely. do you see some sort of a reorientation in the ministry also now um most likely it will happen but i'm i would rather not speculate <laughs> as, okay as neha why do we exist that. on mind podcast we exist only to speculate <laughs> no for one thing is for sure that we would need a new uh, women de- development minister hmm. and uh, i am thinking maybe uh, anupriya patel might be a good candidate for that huh. um and uh, there might be some other ships also since some people have gone to um, the lok sabha so, and uh, they might in general there might be so, some yeah, ships so before we get into before we get into the nitty gritty of the politics let me give a couple of big losses big wins in uh, uh, and then we'll end with amethi this segment like badao was a badao was an interesting one where um, uh, dharmendra yadav had last time won by 1.66 lakh votes and uh, sangamitra maurya the daughter of kesar prasad maurya she won the seat by 18000 votes so that is a big uh, sort of a, a, a thing for bjp because that was considered to be a mulayam singh stronghold right i believe yeah see and and there were actually there are very interesting factors at play here i'm sorry she's the daughter one... of swami prasad maurya not kesar prasad maurya i got yeah. confused my apologies <laughs> but uh, one thing is is very interesting happening here is mm. that the, first of all as we had expected and we had speculated before also i never thought that mahagathbandhan will have a perfect vote transfer between you know mm. uh, sp and bjp that was never going to happen mm. because in many cases what we don't understand when we look at caste arithmetic is that the the reason caste arithmetic exists is because there is a dynamic of aggressor and uh, um, uh, the oppressed right so there is an oppressor and oppressed and in many cases that is that rivalry exists between the yadav and the dalits mm. and especially jatavs so mm. just imagining that if you put a yadav candidate and the jatavs will just go and vote for him is just absolutely insane mm. um so now we had we definitely knew going in that we had some dalit votes to uh, sweep mm. so in fact in fact shri krishna um, there's a handle on twitter who analyzed one um, a couple of seats very interestingly mm. where he saw that the yadav vote transferred to bsp completely smoothly if the candidate was yadav Mm. if bsp feared a yadav candidate but the vice versa did not happen <coughs> necessarily also, so the also also in the western up regions like moradabad amroha bijnor you know we talked about rampur um those those areas their bsp did make some gains and bjp lost some sitting mps there ha but that 
that over that you have to understand that uh, east western up has always been you know not uh, but that's also because of very, demographics na that's what i was trying ha, to say exactly. it's never been a bjp territory and it's been very tricky and but to our but the reason we even won some seats over there and we managed to lose only nine in total mm-hmm. is because yogi ji himself has done 100 plus rallies in just up his number the number of rallies he has done outnumber rahul priyanka akhilesh and mayavati combined <laughs> in uttar pradesh right he is he is uh, like he is insane <laughs> very is a very hard worker every seat that was up for grabs he went and he went at it in many many ways and yeah. also one very big important factor was that this election law and order was an issue in up Mm. it was a election issue and we won because of it partly yeah. because not not only because of the anti romeo squads were there and the you know the criminal cleanliness drive that was all over the papers but what people don't know is that 18000 land mafia and criminals their property was seized for yeah. thousands of crores one one, one, know- one another huge win for bjp was firozabad again you know kannauj firozabad that comes in the mulayam singh stronghold uh, as uh-huh. as badao so those, those three seats they won uh, as somebody who, I, i was a little sad uh, looking at the result of gazipur manoj sinha had done some really good work but again the demographic dividend was so the demographic um, ratio was so skewed in the favor of mahagad bandhan so gunda like afzal ansari won on the bsp ticket i am i'm sorry there is no other way to call him out he's the gundas uh, unfortunately have a very big stronghold and it will take more than one election to clean them out right mm. and um, yogi is going at it in many ways you know there there as i said mentioned that there's a law and order issue so most likely that gunda will probably get arrested in some time in the future <laughs> <laughs> if he is lucky i mean mm. and uh, then there is uh, also the development that he is doing right mm-hmm. um he i i recently got some numbers and they're just astounding so mm-hmm. ever since he got into power for since the last 2 years mm-hmm. um pm housing scheme for example mm-hmm. akhilesh only gave 83000 houses in 5 years mm-hmm. yogi has already given 24 lakh in 2 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. interesting electrification uh, like uh, the electrification scheme 31.73 new connections in 5 years by bsp hmm. uh 47.75 lakh uh, new election new connections in 5 years by sp 1 crore in 2 years by bjp no, by yogi and, and let's also remember what you talk about bipoles kerana was a seat that they were talking about when tamassum begum won in the bipoles bjp won it uh-huh. back by 90000 uh-huh. votes fatehpur sikri where raj babbar was standing bjp won it by 4.95 lakh votes exactly unbelievable no but because i'll tell you why because see as i mentioned previously the dalit votes are up for grabs and hmm. how do you win them right like you're not a dalit party you're not never going to be a dalit party so how what else can you offer them and you offer them development and you offer them inclusive development mm. like it's not something that you know you are getting because you're a yadav and you're not it's not mm. because you're a jatav that's why you're getting it and because maya is in power you're getting it because you deserve to get it and mm. people notice these things yeah mm. if they the the attitude of the administration has changed number one second thing is if in the urban areas a lot of development is happening you have 15 new medical colleges you have three aims you have one international cancer institute that's come up um the raibareli aims has come up and most importantly i feel like you know one aspect of up people don't understand is that up has always been a land of faith hmm. right and the focus on ayodhya prayag and kashi what that tells us that development and uh, like this development will not erase 
the civilizational identity in favor of a secular one or so called ganga jamuni tehzeeb in fact but it will actually bolster our civilizational identity and that's what we saw happen in kumbh no and before yeah. um, before people outrage over uh, neha saying ganga jamuni tehzeeb she she happens to be from the same city where it's alleged the ganga jamuni tehzeeb wala <laughs> quote so so if 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 she is saying something please take it she is a lucknowi born and bred yeah. lucknowi yeah and and uh, as we say lucknowers uh, basically are laugh every time that is mentioned uh, but before we get into that, like I, i don't want to get into that but just, <laughs> just like uh, the point i was trying to make is that when you grow, grow in a way that you take your identity with you hmm. it it presents a very different image so so for example i was going through lucknow this time and all over the city beautification is happening mm. and there are murals being painted but it's important like what murals are being painted right mm. so mm. prayag was beautified in in a magnificent way for like partly the there was an excuse was for but it's also happening in every other city and uh, the artifacts that are uh, being used on or uh, that are being painted on the walls mm. they are not just you know random pretty things mm. they are si- culture signifiers um, you have uh, freedom fighters you have uh, like you know the famous personalities you have gods and goddesses they are not shying away from asserting their civilizational identity and mm. that's what's most beautiful about all of this and the transformation people are seeing and that's what they rewarded for the nine seats that we are lamenting over i am pretty sure like given one or two more elections um, and and now that yogi ji is able to like shift his focus on western up different things have to be changed i think for this is my complete guess i don't have any numbers for it but i think we lost the jart vote Uh, uh, you could be right because I was just looking at the numbers of Bagpat and Muzaffarnagar. BJP won those two seats, but last time uh, they had won it by I mean Bagpat Muzaffarnagar last time Sanjeev Kumar Balian won it by four lakh votes. This yeah, time exactly. they only won by sixty five hundred votes. Yeah, and yeah, ba- yeah. Bagpat to the margin was twenty three thousand votes. And actually, I remember me and Neha uh, wondering. Neha was saying we'll win, but my thing was it's too close to call. In the end, we were both proven correct. <laughs> we did win, <laughs> but <laughs> in my defense, it was less than one. percent so i could not make an educated prediction on that ha but i think like uh, no though i think it's it's important to understand that you know parts uh, different parts of up have different motivations going for them hmm. so we have to understand what exactly is you know uh, but, but 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 i want to point out something sorry sorry to interrupt but i want to point out yeah, yeah. something we yeah. may bjp may have lo- lost the jart vote but in up but it seems like they have gained it in haryana because both the huddas were gone <laughs> exactly <laughs> So yeah so that's why i'm saying we it's not like we can't figure it out mm-hmm. it, we just need a bit of time and you know up is almost a larger than most of the countries in the world so like figuring it out all parts of it in one okay. election is is so not a easy challenge la- the reserve the best for the last let's talk about amethi the most oh, stunning oh verdict God. ever um you know before we talk about amethi with enthusiasm a very sad news came in just before we were about to record the podcast um one of smriti rani's chief campaign aides um surendra pratap singh unfortunately was shot dead um i believe in his house in yeah in amethi and uh, a very powerful image of smriti rani carrying his uh, 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 shove mortal remains yeah mortal remains and um, i mean you know um, i feel sad for it but i mean that for this to happen 3 days after a stunning victory but uh, neha let's let's 
quickly talk about this. In 2014, Smriti Irani lost by one lakh votes. She never gave uh-huh. up. She kept going. Uh-huh. Anyone, uh, if, if there was another MP, they would have seen this coming and done some work. What did Rahul Gandhi do? He ran away to Vayanad. No, no, no. But I don't think it's that easy, you know. Um, it, it's He didn't, he could not do some work. <laughs> he doesn't know how to do work. Ah, well, <laughs> <laughs> like you have to understand what he, like development is not something that is Congress is supporting. <laughs> um, there and in order to do some work, you have to rely on a very you know phenomenal institutional uh, machinery which Congress is now does not have. Mm. Um, and all of their lagubagus and you know second and third and fourth level characters are all corrupt. Mm. Um, so there is no possibility. You can't possibly do work at the scale that, you know, BJP does, especially under Modi. Hmm. And even the regional leaders under Modi have adopted to that very well. I think part of it is because the discipline introduced by RSS and then Yogi is literally Hmm. a Yogi. Um, So that, that discipline is not easy to get. So Smriti had a very fantastic uh, institutional support Mm. and also but like the sheer grit of that woman you know oh my god I just love her uh, you know she not only she, did she keep going back she bought a she got a house in Amethi mm-hmm. she lives in Amethi when she's not in Delhi um, no, let's thing. not so forget can, Amethi is not that Delhi is not annoyed you can ah, exactly. guardian and go <laughs> exactly exactly and for number one Number two, she literally lives there and she has been listening to each and every one of those complaints and trying to get things done and getting things done. Like there was a report in the middle of elections that I was just like, oh my God, Um, there was a fire in a farm. Which is very normal, especially as the loo wind blows. Mm. It's a dry, hot wind. So if there is even a spark, it will multiply that into uh, a much larger fire. And farms get, uh, you know, and imagine that there is a poor farmer, his farm is getting, you know, burnt right in front of his eyes. He's probably losing his life's work. Mm. And this year he's probably going to have a very hard year. Mm. Because he's lost the crop that he's uh, invested in. Mm -hmm. So, and, and in the middle of that... She, uh, the fire breaks out. Mm. She gets the news. Apparently, she reaches there before the fire department does. Mm. And she starts helping the villagers in a human chain of buckets for water. Mm. I mean, who does that? She's, she's a national figure. She has been a union minister for the past five years. Absolutely. She has been in so many different portfolios. And this woman is like just standing just there. The visuals are amazing. You know, yeah. you vie for such an MP. Um, every single one of them, there's nobody I can I can tell you that whether or not they'll accept it, but nobody who looks at that and says, I don't want to be like that. Absolutely. Well, that's a great note to end this part of the podcast and UP will discuss more in days to come. But thank you so much, Neha, for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you. And my pleasure as always. Absolutely. So I got my fellow compadre Pramod Kumar Buravalli to talk about Telangana, Andhra Pradesh and the BJP gains made in East of India, which is primarily West Bengal, Odisha and a little bit about Northeast. We'll have different segments like that, like as I said in the introduction. So uh, without further ado, Pramod, welcome <laughs> again. Thank you. Uh, Thank two, you. Two, weeks in a, two weeks in a row is like old record for you. <laughs> so, I, matlab, I have to get you more frequently. <laughs> to invoke my Guruji, Venkai Nadu, it is just like... Let's start with Andhra first. 
where your good friend Chandrababu Naidu won a spectacular mandate and will be the next Prime Minister of India, right? Yes, he will be the Prime Minister of the United States of Kuppam, his own uh, <laughs> assembly constituency. <laughs> but but even if he's there, his son won't get in because his son lost the election. Uh, he has uh, resigned now and now he is going to be the ex-chief minister of Andhra Pradesh yet again after having uh, lost uh, yet again another golden opportunity uh, mm. to do something good for Andhra Pradesh. Mm. This is what he always does. He'll, he misses the World Cup... Uh, always so <laughs> okay so 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 before we get into hardcore analysis let me give our guys um, our listeners some uh, perspective here telugu desam won 3 seats and uh, ysr congress won 22 seats out of 25 um, right. the other parties did not do so well uh, the bjp only got 1% of the vote and the congress got 1.3% of the vote and most seats they lost their deposit we were expecting purandeshwari to be do a little better than others which she may have done marginally but not significantly but the vote differential between ysr and uh, chandrababu naidu was 10% last time it was 6 7% which was made up by the bjp and that's why what put chandrababu naidu over the edge so um, do you think now jagan is the undisputed sort of numero uno party of andhra or is this just like a tamil nadu swinging door verdict where chandrababu naidu still has a foot in the door well look <laughs> YSRCP is a very mercurial uh, new entrant, mm. but their family is very uh, susceptible. Mm. Uh, YS Jagan's grandfather got uh, killed in a faction warfare in 98, 99 time frame. Mm. Mm. Uh, YS Rajshekhar Reddy, Jagan's father, uh, died in a helicopter crash in 2009. Mm. His uncle YS Vivekananda Reddy was killed or uh, there is a ongoing investigation just about 2 months uh, before the election so about uh, mm. in 2019 so every 10 years this uh, YS family has a propensity to lose one major member of their family and they uh, have taken a lot of hits because of their involvement in faction politics mm. Mm. so both sides are equally bad both TDP and uh, YSR uh, CP are equally corrupt and uh, they uh, unfortunately andhra pradesh is at a situation right now from a demographic standpoint and also from a uh, you know uh, nationalistic standpoint at a very dangerous precipice because this anti north india anti delhi feeling has percolated very deep it was usually restricted to tamil nadu Mm. and to some extent uh, kerala but it never uh, uh, crept up into andhra pradesh and telangana mm. but now because of this division and uh, whatever reason uh, narendra modi could uh, could do some things but could not do a whole lot for the state of andhra pradesh especially when it came comes to the special status special mm. category status that was promised in the floor of the parliament this whole situation has turned very awkward uh so much so that the only uh, issue uh, people are fighting elections on these days uh, mm. for especially andhra pradesh mm. is uh, the demand for special category status including mm. jagan mohan reddy the reason why uh, chandrababu actually separated from the nda was because jagan took the plunge first and started asking for special category special status and not accepting the package uh, okay. the special so, package so so from andhra let's move to the neighborhood state of telangana where the yeah, situation Sorry, ha, finish yeah, your point because we have limited that, time. May I may quickly say that, yeah, hmm. the, the situation is good for the BJP if it banks on Hindutva, if it takes Jagan Reddy head on. Jagan Reddy is not a Reddy, hmm. he is a Christian. Hmm. 
and his brother in law is involved in the christian conversion uh, mafia like uh, left right and center in fact they had tried to denotify the tirumala temples the seven hills oh and try to uh, construct a church there so there is a, it's a very big potential for bjp if they do things right in andhra pradesh if not bjp is going to look at a very bleak future Uh, but it is a shuttle uh, kind of a shuttle cock uh, type of situation one time it will be the reddies the other time it will be the kammas led by tdp okay <clears throat> excellent excellent point so that uh, uh, let's move from there to um, telangana uh, telangana state <laughs> yes and the state which i say pramod got it right he kept saying yeah. do not discount bjp in telangana he was saying 3 in his heart i knew he meant 4 and now there are 4 I, i because i say in his heart is because we even people who were tracking it closely weren't this sure the people were giving it one seats they were not even giving sikandarabad but in the end right. telangana was where trs won nine seats asaduddin ovic retained hyderabad uh, uh, i hate to say republic of hyderabad but pramod is going to kill me for that <laughs> because i mean he's undefeated virtually for since forever yeah. there it's like yeah. kamal nath never losing chindwada and and this time that is the only seat he didn't uh, lose everything else he lost so anyways madhya um, pradesh in madhya pradesh we'll talk later but bjp won four seats and congress won three seats now bjp had a little bit had a lower vote share than congress uh, congress had about 29 and a half and bjp had about 20% and trs at 41 but bjp's vote share was more concentrated in four or five districts like in khammam they probably uh, got like less than 1 or 2% of the vote and stuff but where it was concentrated they made massive gains and bjp is poised to take on trs as the chief opposition party in telangana because the congress is weakening what is your they'll take on this to, they will come to power in the next assembly election See, this is what we have been uh, predicting for almost 25 years hmm. even in the united states of andhra pradesh telangana if you remember one of uh, the only two mps when mm. uh, when they got elected in 1984 when they had two seats mm. one came from telangana the other one was from gujarat you remember that yes indeed mehsana mehsana uh, and uh, uh, i forget the telangana constituency karimnagar, karimnagar. that is jangareddy that, yeah. that is a traditional seat of the bjp yeah. because of the anti razakar anti nizam feeling that continues to be there even today where the razakars are now represented by all india muslim ittihaduli muslim in aimim as it is called mm. led by mr ovesi mm. and that feeling was continued over a period of time with the discriminatory policies against hindus mm. the telangana hindus really joined and came in flocks towards the sangha and bjp in the 1980s so much so that the entire strength of the andhra pradesh bjp was concentrated in telangana mm. there was a leader called ale narendra who used to be called tiger narendra he mm. was representing medak parliamentary constituency mm. very dynamic and a, a, a sort of a very charismatic kind of a personality badam balreddy who recently passed away both mm. of them are no more mm. they were lions in their in their day in the 80s and 90s because if you remember just like in gujarat hyderabad used to have communal violence left right and center and i think badam balreddy took on the oics na as in an election also and those leaders those those lion hearts are all gone uh, right now 
to be replaced by much milder uh, uh, mm. kishan reddy and uh, other ramchandra reddy who are, are genuinely good people but at the same time they are not at that kind of uh, uh, level as uh, tiger narendra okay. so before before we move on to uh, odisha i think the biggest result for the bjp of course i mean retaining sikandarabad where uh, kishan reddy retained bangaru yeah. dattatreya seat by a reduced margin was there but the biggest result is nizamabad where arvind dharmapuri defeated kalvakuntala kavita who is the daughter yeah. of kcr by 70000 votes that is the reason why adit he preponed the assembly elections assembly was coinciding with the lok sabha elections but, but, it could have happened no now. no but but no i have to yeah. no i'm sorry i'm interrupting you but i have to point out this fact kavita won this constituency by 1.67 lakh votes last time she lost it by 71000 votes that is a massive swing away that is that is that is the reason again the candidate is a good man he has done excellent excellently yeah. uh, well he is son of a prominent congressman but he has done really well with his dharmapuri foundation that does the rehabilitation work for children and uh, widows and all that so it was a very strong candidate who contested against kavita he was not a kind of a uh, new candidate you Can know I- at the same time mm-hmm. you see the intestinal war that is happening within the tr there are three potential successors to ksr ktr is son kavita who just lost mm-hmm. and mr harish rao who is very uh, sort of a rural and a very dynamic person now the rumors are that ksr himself wanted his daughter to be defeated so mm-hmm. that she will be delegated to rajya sabha and not be a contestant in the state level uh, for the foreseeable future so these are to be seen but uh, the no but i'll tell you this no i'll tell you yeah. this uh, in closing in 2014 bjp had about 22% with ndela lakshminarayan getting 22% and madhu yakshi gaud was the second number at 26 this time bjp leapfrogged from 21 to 45 and mr gaud went to 6% for congress and uh, ksr went down to 38% so what i'm saying is this is why the bjp's 20% vote share is very significant it may not seem that much but to build on this th- uh, this is sort of the springboard with which they can climb on we always knew that the assembly constituencies in hyderabad was for the bjp to lose they had to only contest the assembly seats in and around hyderabad which are 65 in number hmm. to simply form the government on their own but because of so many factors for the past 20 years the bjp neglected andhra pradesh which could have been the second state apart from karnataka where they could have come to power it's Absolutely. only because of these alliances that they had with the tdp trs and the delhi dalit now they are contesting independently in telangana that is why they they got the results now nobody is going to ask them ever to form an alliance with trs god forbid they do that and they'll kill themselves again uh, by shooting themselves in the foot yeah that's so, a good good point hope, now no no now i have to move to the east from सेकेंड largest party in odisha which was bound to happen considering the panchayat poll results but between yeah. in the na- national uh, sort of picture between uh, bjp and uh, bjd there is only less less than 4% uh, vote differential or just about 4% where bjp again won- another potential 
essential state for BJP to come to power and uh, with the failing and uh, kind of uh, uh, health and age related issues that Naveen Patnaik is facing, uh, rumors has it that he is seriously uh, you know, searching for his successor, none from his family are forthcoming, so it's a very big uh, problem. And no, let me, let, me, let me put point out, BJP won 8 seats in uh, Odisha, BJ, uh, BJD won 12 seats and Congress won 1 seat. Um, Perfect. Uh, B BJP won in their, you know, uh, strongholds uh, like uh, Joel Oram won and I think uh, Sangeeta Kumari Singh, they also won from Bolangir they, where they've had MLAs before and stuff. Um, what was uh, sad for me was to see Jai Panda lose Kendra Pada, but a lot of people said that that was expected because um, uh, because Jai Panda, I mean, Naveen put everything uh, he had in it, but there were a few very close contacts. Dena Kanal, uh, Rudra Narayan Pani felt only shot by 30,000 votes and uh, the spokesperson of BJP Sambit Patra in Puri gave uh, Pinaki Mishra a huge fight and oh, lost by like 10, 11,000 votes or something. So, Correct. Uh, so and that is a traditional nine, I think the Pinaki Mishra and his family have held it for nine times. Hmm. Till that Lok Sabha constituency, it was a very tough fight hmm. but still uh, to come within 11,000 votes to Pinaki Mishra is a great achievement and great, great uh, I think he, he will be rehabilitated in the Raj Sabha or might be given much more role at the state level because that's another state for them to lose. If they continue on this path to strengthen themselves in uh, Orissa, Bengal and Telangana, those are other three other states they will have in Kitty next time around. Right, right. Sure. I mean, you mean, you mean, um, uh, for, you mean for Sambit Patra? Sambit Patra and, and even Jai Panda probably will be accommodated in the in the Rajya Sabha. Um, the, uh, BJP got about 28, I think, MLAs in uh, Odisha. So I think they probably have enough MLAs for one Rajya Sabha seat from Odisha and then obviously from other states as well. So that was Odisha. I think um, it's going to be a battleground state, 12-8. Uh, uh, the difference is only four seats. And I think next time you're having, you're going to have an aging Naveen Patnaik. There will be debate. I mean, this is his fourth term, I think, as the CM. So so there will be debates about yeah, who succeeds. Uh, he's going to be embarking on his fifth term. Fifth term, I'm sorry. He completed four terms. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's that's something we'll keep track. But now for the big one, and this was the one that everybody was Kamal waiting for. Bilkul. West Bengal. All India Trinamool Congress, 22 seats. The Bharatiya Janata Party. 40% vote share. No, no, no. Forget 40% for now. I never thought in my life I could say this. BJP winning 18 seats in West Bengal. That is just incredible. And a huge section of it was SCST. Away from that Bhadralok class. Yeah. That ruler, ruling rich elite that masqueraded as the left. Then now as Trinamool, uh, that is the, the kind of uh, ruling rich elite mm. against w uh, whom that vote has gone. Yeah. The votes have come from rural areas. Absolutely. And, Not uh, the urban areas. And I must add, Congress won two seats also, but I think those were two uh, Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary and the Ghani Khan Chaudhary family. So basically... But, but Adhir Ranjan is actually talking to BJP, it seems, already. Are to move to BJP. So, matlab, wo to, I, I don't know about that yet. Pramod has all the gossip from Delhi, so we'll talk about the gossip later. But... But let's let's talk about let's talk about what what was different this time, right? So BJP also won significant amount of seats in minority dominated uh, pockets. Right. So um, right, well, hmm. it's one of the states. 
perennially one of the states that was obviously predominantly Hindu, hmm. but uh, uh, along with it, all the fault lines existed, including hmm. the post-partition trauma, the riots, the illegal immigration problem with Bangladesh, but somehow they still shunned Hindutva because of that leftist 30-year rule. Hmm. Otherwise, Bengal was always a good candidate for a strong BJP presence uh, because the founder himself, Shamaprasad Mukherjee, was from Bengal, no, but- the fountainhead. Uh, and, and and look at the margins. So Alipurdar's BJP was supposed to do well, but they won by 2.44 lakh votes, right? Uh, Munmun Sen, who was a sitting MP, uh, the Betty Munmun Sen, um, <laughs> who was a sitting MP from Bankura, she moved from Bankura to Asansol. So Bankura BJP won by 1.74 lakh votes. She moved to Asansol. Asansol BJP won by 1.97 lakh votes. So it's even bigger margin. Well, it is. We have to go down to the granular level. But what I am getting right now, Adi, there is the polarization, uh, not just on the religious lines, but the SCSTs, mm. especially in North Bengal. The constituencies you mentioned, Alipurdar, Kuch, Bihar, Jalpaiguri are are heavy SCST constituencies, yes. as well as the western parts, Jagram. Mm. Uh, what is that? Bardhaman, that Durgapur belt. That belt is completely SCST. Bardhaman, uh, SS Aluwaliyavan from Bardhaman, Durgapur. That is that is a tribal belt, extension mm. of that uh, uh, Bihar Jharkhand uh, belt, mm. entirely voted for B, B, uh, BJP. Uh, ground level reports uh, are stating that some of the left parties indirectly also wanted uh, Trinamul to lose, so they transferred their left votes and block to the BJP. I mean, either that or even in some cases, people thought that the left was not even in the the picture. So might as well vote for the BJP who they they saw as a credible alternative. But there is a 22% shift, vote shift away from the left. You you see, if a left share was 43, 34 and 7 percentile, Hmm. decreasing all the while from 20, I mean, I'd say 2009, 14 and 19, Hmm. okay? Hmm. But look at BJP inversely, wherever left has lost, BJP has gained, which is 6 percent, 17 and now directly at 40 percent. There is no way she can sustain this and she'll lose the next assembly elections. BJP, all it has to do is find one or two strong the, leaders to nurture the best, for two the, years. The best quote of the elections, um, which one of my friends told me, came from Chandan Mitra, who was in the Trinamool Congress, or sorry, who was in the BJP, is now in the Trinamool Congress. I think even he got confused when he was saying, but he called BJP the government in waiting in West Bengal. And that was significant. Another seat I want to talk about is Barakpur, where Dinesh Trivedi, Mamta's trusted lieutenant, who became the railway minister after Mamta became the CM, if you recall, lost to Arjun Singh of the BJP. And Dinesh, Dinesh by the, the Gujarati who fried from West Bengal, uh, as I call him, um, had um, has won that seat quite a few times. So um, for BJP to win that seat, that's a big uh, thing. That's a big, big thing. Well, you know, uh, this was meant to happen because uh, hmm. BJP, for whatever reason, kept that part of Hindutva in a very subtle manner. The hmm. BJP Hinduism in Bengal hmm. was always a little bit of uh, subtle 
दुर्गा पूजा दुर्गा पंडाल्स एंड मोर ऑन द द इंटेलेक्चुअल साइड दिस टाइम दे वेंट मास दे कंप्लीटली टुक दैट एंड एंड अ कपल ऑफ फैसिनेटिंग वंस वेयर मालदा उत्तर व्हिच इज अ सिग्निफिकेंट पॉपुलेशंस ऑफ द हिंदू मुस्लिम मुस्लिम पॉपुलेशन मौसम नूर वाज अ सिटिंग एमपी बीजेपी इज खागेन मुर्मू वन बाय 84000 वोट्स एंड मालदा दक्षिण बीजेपी लॉस्ट टू कांग्रेस बट दे ओनली लॉस्ट बाय 8000 वोट्स so this is Correct. this is unreal what we saw and the remember the difference between the bjp and the trinamool congress is only 3% and that 2 3% exists pramod because in the kolkata and the kolkata south the uh, south 24 paraganas in the north 24 paraganas those are mamata strongholds the trinamool margins were huge so i think if you split it up by assembly constituencies i think we are looking at a far closer verdict than what we saw in the lok sabha and and, and 11 women won out yes. of 42 to 11 so 25% of the mm. net votes mm. uh, net candidates who won went to women and mm. women are a generally a natural constituency for the bjp especially mm. even muslim women that's a silent mm. that's another analysis i hope mind uh, will embark on adit under your uh, leadership it which is to understand what has influenced this uh, silent women vote absolutely from the muslim community absolutely this, but, this but, is unbelievable but, that 40% Yeah. No, I have to. I again, uh, you know, I I I hate to move on, but we have to go from West Bengal to Assam. And Assam. पूरा पूरा मेरा पूरा रसगुल्ला खाने दो पहले पूरा पूरा. अच्छा नहीं. वो आप पहले वो decide करो who who does रसगुल्ला belong to Odisha or West Bengal because we talk. Yeah, I think it is Odisha, but Bengal is an Odisha. अरे मर हो गया. But no, hold your thought for a couple of seconds. I'm coming. To, I'm coming to Assam. Hold your thought. so assam was another surprise a uh, good pleasant surprise if you are a bjp supporter um uh, bjp won bjp along with in alliance with agp i think won 10 seats in assam and and that is all all credit to himanta biswas sharma Absolutely. the man was the biggest uh, mass leader that uh, congress had they lost him hmm. now uh, bjp gave him the complete responsibility of the 25 seats hmm. and i'm pretty sure he will uh, be given the responsibility of bengal and orissa also that man is a absolute juggernaut the way he has uh, mobilized the vote uh, share even in arunachal pradesh which is yeah. heading towards a full bjp government if you notice the assembly elections are there ha huh, and the uh, opposition there jdu has also sub- pledged support to kc tyagi already uh, said that they themselves were su- surprised they got seven seats honey i was surprised that jdu exists in arunachal pradesh ah uh, so so the good, good thing is that the nrc issue which was a little bit of a confusing uh, scenario whether the bjp was uh, again some part of the uh, confusion came in from the bjp itself whether they meant all illegal immigrants should be driven out uh, or sent back to bangladesh which mm. includes hindus mm. or do the hindus get an exception because if they go back they will be persecuted because of the change citizenship law i think in the last two months fortunately rajnath singh and uh, kiran rijuju both uh, the, from the home ministry mm. and in tandem with uh, himanta vishwas sharma they penetrated uh, the messaging to the ground level to mention that even though the illegals will be gone after the nrc is fully declared and the uh, the numbers will be finalized and uh, the 4 or 5 million that are illegal are uh, you know clearly 
has to leave the hindus will still get an option to come back and or, or stay back uh, because they are automatically eligible as persecuted hindus to be part of uh, india so this is a very subtle messaging that has gone at the ground level otherwise i really expected assam to be lost uh, to the bjp because of that confusion with nrc NRC. No, no, no. There, there is, there is certainly a message that is gone, and uh, the BJP won uh, nine seats, and uh, uh, one went to uh, the independent. Uh, one went to AIUDF. Also nine seats. I'm sorry, I stand corrected. One went to an independent, three to Congress, and one to the Badruddin Ajmal's party. Um, and BJP had 36% vote, and AGP Assam Gana Parishad had 8.23. So together they had about 44% of the vote. Clearly the more dominant formation in the state. Um, very interestingly silchar which was sushmita dev's seat um uh, bjp rested that back from the congress so last time i think bjp won seven so nine is a significant uh, uh, one um, uh, and, and we have to see how how it pans out but i also want to spend a little bit about a little little bit of time talking about uh, um, the states in uh, the northeastern states so arunachal you said i mean kiran dijuju won by 1.7 lakh votes in a stupendous victory Tapir Gao and Arunachal East and West, so they retained those things. But even the inroads that NDA has managed in Meghalaya, and where the NPP Agatha Sangma, who's in alliance with uh, his, she's um, PA Sangma's daughter. They she won her seat. She won Turo, and um, and in uh, same same in 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 Manipur as well. So it's interesting that BJP won a seat outer Manipur in uh, sorry inner Manipur uh, in in. Uh, in there and the other seat bjp is this uh, challenger to npf so inner manipur uh, i think uh, last i saw uh, uh, bjp's candidate was leading i don't know what they no they won raj uh, rajkumar ranjan singh won by 17000 they won okay against uh, that uh, another uh, Navakishore Singh or uh, Navakishore Singh of the, of the Congress. Yeah. Uh, uh, then, then I uh, then uh, see either way BJP is playing a very smart game. Either you win or one of the local uh, regional parties wins. You know, <laughs> wherever wherever they can. Especially uh, in Tripura, uh, the resurgent Congress under that uh, prince of that uh, Tripura state oh. uh, was looking to uh, try to make some inroads, but mm. they've held on to both the seats because of pragmatic alliance. Uh, that Tripura local tribal party right I think IDPP or something correct they, they were actually on the verge of separation but again again but look at Tripura's margins Pramod BJP won by 2 lakh votes in one seat and 3.1 lakh votes in the other seat that is amazing that is a testimony to the local governance a new government a new young man has taken the helm and uh, uh, you know my happiness is uh, un, uh, kind of uh, uh, unbelievable uh, level right now because the left is gone forever left, the left is gone change. forever from bengal uh, tripura and kerala and before we let you go promote now only in tamil nadu adit huh. can you believe it i i was shocked i, I was so nadu. sad to see cp radhakrishnan nood coimbatore but promote tamil nadu we are discussing with kishore uh, in the second part but i thank you so much for joining me for this part of the podcast and thank you namo namaha <laughs> and we'll be guys stay tuned there is going to be this is going to be bonanza podcast you don't want to miss any of it thank you promote thank you so you know how uh, in part two, now we are going to talk about the 
three southern states of Kerala, Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, um, also Puducherry, uh, the Union Territory right next to it. And for for to discuss that, I have with me uh, a mind makers columnist um, and a numbers number cruncher, just like Mohal and I and Shwetang and all of us basically. Kishore Narayan. Kishore, how are you? I'm good, Adit. How are you doing? Excellent, excellent. So uh, I, now that the the results are in. Everybody, uh, all our nerves have calmed down. I guess time to go into the nitty gritties. <laughs> indeed, indeed, yeah. So let's yeah. let's start. हमने राहुल गांधी की तो बहुत बैंड बजा दी. So let's start with the two states where the Congress did well. फिर उनकी बैंड बजाते हैं. And um, my Tamil friends don't slaughter me for introducing Tamil Nadu in Hindi. So <laughs> that was completely unplanned. But the the only place where sort of a you know congress kept saying how in how 2004 exit polls got it wrong exit polls got it wrong well the only state which repeated a 2004 type verdict was tamil nadu because in 2004 the bjp allied with anna dmk and got completely wiped out in tamil nadu similarly this time to bjp allied with anna dmk and got completely wiped out in tamil nadu yeah that what is a little different this time is the uh, uh, the sort of um, um uh, the seat distribution and stuff what is quite stunning is the dmk's vote share the dmk led alliance's vote share because anna dmk only stopped at about 18% or something like that so that is the, 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 yeah, so i ha yeah, please so go on kishor at, yes yeah I, i i was looking at the individual uh, seats Hmm. and uh, on an average ai ai winke did not perform any better than say more than 35% or 38% anywhere hmm. except for the one seat that they won hmm. uh, otherwise they were always in the range of 31 to 35 37 in that range hmm. but uh, the dmk alliance they had stupendous margin so they were always in the 45 plus sometimes even up to 60 plus range so the, the gap itself was very telling mm. and there were multiple factors and uh, all of them seems to have worked uh, extremely well in favor of the UPA that mm, 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 mm. and and yeah i mean we have already spoken about it we have already written about it prior to the election national well. mm. but then uh, some of the factors were that we had double power vacuum in uh, the state itself after the demise of both karnanidhi and jayalalitha and the both the parties had to find their feet to and move forward mm. but then more important than that was the double anti incumbency mm. one anti incumbency at the state level and the other one at the central level remember uh, modi uh, is the least favored prime minister uh, among all states mm. uh, in in the two southern states the deep south that's the new term now right um, um, more like an all tribe Hmm. the deep south is a new term people keep using so in the next 5 years we may hear deep south being used multiple times hmm. so uh, coming back to the point i was making uh, the double anti incumbency actually uh, uh, was something that even uh, bjp and uh, anna dmk hmm. uh, did not expect to be at that magnitude hmm. and they thought that uh, let we will have uh, arithmetic working in our favor Hmm. so even if vote transferability happens decently well enough we should be in the 45 46 range hmm. and we should be we should be uh, in a good in a good position in at least uh, close to 10 seats 
Hmm. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Hmm. But in addition, there was also the uh, the vote cutwa factor hmm. for uh, uh, DMK. I mean, ADMK hoped that uh, Kamal Hassan's Makkal Nijamayam hmm. MNM would actually eat up into uh, DMK. Hmm. But at the most, uh, Kamal Hassan's party did not take more than say four to five to six percent in various constituencies. Mm. So that again was a calculated gamble, but it, it didn't work out for for uh, ADMK. True. Similarly, yeah, what, the other most important thing that the localites were actually uh, uh, more interested in mm. was the simultaneous pipelines that happened. Correct. Remember when the when the party kind of virtually split in the middle mm. between the Open Islam camp and the Palanisvami camp. Mm. Uh, there were multiple. Uh, Uh, MLAs who mm. had been disqualified by the Madras High Court, mm. and uh, because of that, uh, uh, again, bypolls had to be conducted. Mm. And of the 22, the DM, uh, the Anna DMK had to win at least uh, six mm. uh, to uh, to stay in power. Otherwise, they would have lost uh, the majority, right. and uh, the opposition uh, DMK would have uh, come back to power. Mm. Luckily, in in uh, among those 22, mm. ADMK managed to grab nine, mm. and that way they uh, are uh, comfortably placed now in a two thirty four member what assembly. Was, what was incredible was also the margins of victory. I mean, DMK won with insane margins against Anna DMK. Uh, 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 as somebody who wanted to see uh, CP Radha Krishnan from Coimbatore seeing him lose by such a big margin, that was uh, uh, sort of a, you know one point seven lakh votes because there the Anna DMK and uh, BJP together had six lakh votes, but now all the Anna DMK votes went to the CPIM candidate. Absolutely, absolutely, and that was my next point that I wanted to bring in. Mm. Even the same seats like Coimbatore, uh, like Darmapuri, Darmapuri, yes. DMK, uh, mm-hmm. Andumani, Ramadas keeps contesting and keeps winning uh, day in day out. Even these seats, uh, I mean, uh, the num the vote share was hardly twenty five to thirty percent mm. for both uh, uh, in Coimbatore and in Darmapuri. It goes to show the kind of anger. Uh, yeah, or look at had. look at Karur, like where M Thambidurai was standing. Karur, they lost mm-hmm. by four and a half, four point two lakh votes. That is stunning. Stag- staggering uh, differences. You are right. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. M Thambidurai so, has a is a veteran. He was the in the outgoing Lok Sabha. He was a deputy speaker. In fact, I thought if if AM DMK was AM DMK was going to win one seat, probably they would win Karur. Mm-hmm. So this is this is uh, even that Karthi Chidambaram won by three lakh votes. Yes, indeed. So H Raja actually he managed to get only about twenty four, twenty five percent of the vote mm-hmm. uh, uh, of the polled votes. Both mm-hmm. to show the uh, the the huge gap. Mm-hmm. And I think I think two other factors that we need to uh, really focus on is uh, the succession uh, issue in DMK had been settled. Mm. Even before the death of Karnanidhi, mm. so DMK did not have to worry in that uh, in that regard. Mm. All they had to do was to uh, keep harping on how mm. uh, the Modi government is anti Tamil Nadu and how uh, ADMK is not good enough to rule mm. the state anymore. Mm. Uh, so that was one. But the other thing was <coughs> again, as I told you, the anger on uh, the Modi government. Right. Uh, be it be it what happened during the uh, cyclone Gaza. Mm. Or uh, uh, the GSC 
mismanagement which uh, kind of hampered the uh, business in Coimbatore. Mm-hmm. Remember, Coimbatore is a commercial uh, uh, enterprise city. Right. And also, simple things like uh, the need uh, exam that we have, the admission test that mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this, uh, uh, the question paper is not given out in Tamil uh, language. That's given in English and in Hindi. I so see. these are the subtle things hmm. where the opposition kept driving the point day in, day out, telling that uh, the government in Delhi is so anti-Tamil, so anti-people uh, of Tamil Nadu that we actually need to ensure that we uh, our voices are heard. Absolutely. And uh, boy, they, uh, they actually got what they wanted. Indeed, they did. So, okay, from Tamil Nadu, let's go to Kerala. Kerala was a bit of a uh-huh. disappointment for BJP, where BJP was, uh, I mean, BJP still get a healthy 12.5% or 13% almost vote share. And if you add their vote share to what um, the SNDP got, I think it comes to about 15%, right? 14, 15%, I think, um, with their allies. Um, you know, the Kerala Congress, uh, Thomas and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, what was uh, disappointing was Tiruvananthapuram where they were expected uh-huh. to propose challenge, but Shashi Tharoor ended up winning by about a lakh votes. And I think a lot of people yes. were saying that um, in, in Tiruvannathapuram, I think the last minute, a lot of cross-voting also happened, where yes. left yes. might have transferred some of its vote to Mr. Tharoor or something like that. Um, yes. Yes. Another another thing uh, another thing is Trisur and Palakkad and uh, um, Patanamitta. Those were a few uh-huh. constituents, especially Patanamitta, where Sabrimala was there. Um, it's interesting that they lost. A lot of people were saying that people did vote for UDF because they were angry with the LDF over Sabrimala. So if that is the case, that that makes it even more interesting. That means that the BJP probably should have been more aggressive on Sabrimala. Uh, yes. Okay. So. Yes, let us start with the Sabrimala agitation itself. Hmm. So what happened was BJP uh, uh, went ahead and uh, and uh, dived into the deep end of the swimming pool, hmm. uh, saying that we support uh, the Sabrimala agitation. Hmm. Uh, but then Congress, which has a larger base across the state and a wider presence, hmm. they actually kept making all the right noises in front of the people, hmm. saying that we, we do support uh, the Sabrimala agitation. Mm. But at the same time, we don't support taking law onto our hands, mm. uh, the way BJP was doing. So it kind of helped them score brownie points mm. within within the state of Kerala. Correct. And uh, there was an anti-incumbency on the state government as well. Mm. For example, uh, uh, the flood relief and uh, how uh, the dam control management was utterly, utterly uh, compromised and how... Uh, Right, so the dam issue was one major thing, and uh, this time the anger on uh, LDR uh, was actually eclipsed by the anger against BJP at the center. Again, uh, the same template here as well Cyclone Gaja in Tamil Nadu, Cyclone Oki in Kerala, uh, the flood relief uh, where you did not get the money from uh, New Delhi, and although there was fake news about. Uh, uh, UAE giving you 700 uh, uh, mm. crores or some amount of that mm. nature, mm. Uh, but then, but then, but then the point was already made. People anyway had a bias against BJP, mm. and uh, this kind of uh, 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 wait and watch approach by the hunter actually did not help them at all. Mm. And again, the bias came in different forms. 
food preference has lost one, where even the BJP leaders within the state were 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 being asked the same question again and again, mm. asking, "Will you stop eating beef uh, just to uh, just yeah. to please your Delhi bosses?" So, 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 so ba- basically, those were the reasons why BJP uh, they lost in Kerala. Yes, added to, added to all the the ideological differences and then the demographic disadvantage, uh-huh. which everybody knows about. But so, but this is still a good base. If they want to build on, they have one MLA. So the, in the state assembly election, maybe they need to uh, get more local leaders to you know build on this base. Unfortunately, uh, in 2016 mm-hmm. during the state assembly election, mm-hmm. they had a 16 percent vote share, mm-hmm. and everybody thought that BJP would now go up to say 2021 mm-hmm. when you look at it pan state. But they've But stagnated. But within a few. But within a few pockets, you might actually reach thirty, thirty-two, and you might actually win one or two. Mm. Unfortunately, what happened was the vote share actually shrunk by uh, by one or two percent, and it's now at fourteen and a half or fifteen. So this was actually a, a body blow to the BJP in the state of Kerala. Absolutely. Okay, so before before we end the segment, the last we have to talk about Kishore's home state of Karnataka, which was first. I have to say, congratulations, Kishore. You absolutely nailed it. He said he had a whole separate. I remember that day. I think it was three or two a.m. or three a.m. in the morning, and he I am uh, he WhatsApped me saying there is an article I want to write on the JDS's constituencies of Tumkur, Mandya, and Hassan. and how they could see a contest and i'm like absolutely you should and look what happened tumkur went to the bjp mandya went to sumalatha ambrish and hasan went to hd devanasan who is now saying i want to give it to dada ji dada ji was first saying i want to give it to my grandson so now they are fighting and and there is another reason why all this is happening which we'll talk about later huh. but uh, you you pick the side that i want to talk about first So, which one, Hassan or Mandya? Uh, okay, Mandya. Uh, so, Samalata was the wife of uh, uh, for, uh, uh, former MP and uh, former minister in the state, hmm. Ambrish, hmm. Cong- Congress guy. Uh, he had an untimely death last year. Hmm. Uh, he was a very popular guy in Mandya, hmm. and uh, Samalata wanted to ride on that sympathy factor. She wanted uh, Congress to uh, give her the ticket. Mm. Unfortunately, in the alliance, it was decided that uh, JDS would fight there, mm. and uh, Kumar Swami was very adamant on getting his son uh, contest from there. Mm. But that is where the problem started. Mm. Uh, Congress and JDS are uh, equally strong in that district. BJP oh. almost has zero presence there. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, uh, even the even the uh, Congress ex uh, uh, MLA. They decided not to support uh, Nikhil, mm. and uh, as as the momentum kept building up with forty-five uh, days and one month and fifteen days left to the uh, to the polling day, mm. it was quite clear about who was gaining in terms of momentum and yeah, who was not. In the not. end, she won by one point one la- over one one point two lakh votes. So that is stunning margin. Yes, yes. So uh, kind of unsavory remarks about gender and. How a widow was back in politics oh. within no time, and these kind of cheap remarks, which probably even the people who make them would repent now. But no, no, but, but I have to. End, uh, since we are running a little short of time, I want to talk about two other seats also: Gulbarga and Kolar. Sure. Two two Congress okay. strongholds. 
both lost <coughs> kolar to was a my friends kept telling me kolar is gone this time to bjp and kolar bjp won by 2 lakh votes gulbarga where malikarjun khalge uh, was expected to retain even that they lost and as did virappa moili in chikbalpur again by 1.82 lakh votes so this was i mean as big of a wave as you can ever see and and remember kolar was not a district where bjp has a base exactly. you will not find any single uh, uh, bjp Uh, MLA or even mm. a uh, panchayat member in the entire district of Kolar. Mm. So that was the kind of victory that BJP has achieved. And, and what has happened in what has happened in Karnataka is states where BJP like in Uttar Kannada, Udupi, Chikmagalur, where they are strong, they have increased their margins to three lakh, four lakh, something like that. And where they were weak and had lost by twenty, thirty thousand votes, they are now winning by eighty, ninety thousand votes. and karnataka what is fascinating is bjp i think last time got like 33 34% or something of the vote share and won 17 seats this time their vote share is hold your breath 51% yeah uh, so we are we are kind of uh, ready for any challenge we can even beat any north indian state <laughs> you still my friend you still are 11% away from gujarat gujarat gives 62% to bjp <laughs> No, I won't take that challenge. We are not close to West India. We'll, we'll take North India now. <laughs> <laughs> West West India, you know, like um, uh, uh, Rajdeep always used to make this joke on TV, na? That Rahul Gandhi should be the PM of South India. I can tell him, let him come to the West. He won't even get leader of opposition there. <laughs> yeah. Pura, so, and in Karnataka, again, again, it's the same thing. Absolutely, absolutely, and that is why. Uh, he did not uh, choose any seat from uh, Karnataka. Right. Now it makes now, now it makes all the more sense why the he most, did not. And it. together, JDS and uh, Congress got forty percent of the vote share together, and uh, NDA got fifty one point three, BJP got fifty one point three, and then if you add that uh, Sumalata's vote, that would go up to about fifty two percent. So right. it, it is it is a stunning mandate. Uh, I okay before we go, I have to ask you this, uh, um, Kishore. Any sh- quick takeaways from Karnataka, and do you expect the government to fall? Okay. So I think a quick takeaway here is how BJP has made the deep inroads into the old Mysore region. It has been an Achilles heel for for uh, BJP, mm. and uh, uh, this has been a godsend opportunity for BJP. So they have to somehow utilize this, uh, get more and more vocal leaders into the fold, and ensure that uh, the people who are upset with JDS and Congress. Stay with BJP and not go back to the other two parties. So mm-hmm. that was the takeaway for BJP. And in terms of the government, I think uh, uh, today morning both uh, Sitramaya and uh, uh, Parmeshwar, the deputy chief minister, they have kind of agreed that uh, they will not rock the boat. So Congress will not uh, uh, take back their the, support. The most But, interesting is has Shiv Kumar agreed? <laughs> Shivkumar is not in uh, India right now. He is in Australia for some reason that I don't know. But uh, I think I think he'll stay with Congress for a while. Uh. His brother is the only Congress MP now, mm. uh, having having won it with a two lakh plus margin. Mm. So he is sitting pretty in Congress. Come five years, uh, he will be a serious contender for the. for the post of chief minister uh-huh. so, take that so right now no one is going to rock the boat unless and until some people cross over to the bjp yes 
and that's when another uh, another edition of operation kamla would begin Not but but in summarization, this is probably one of the biggest margins uh, ever given to a party in Karnataka. I guess in the last twenty thirty years. In the last twenty thirty years, correct. Uh, remember, uh, Karnataka had been a very very uh, big proponent of the Janata Parivar right mm. during the Ramakrishna Hegde and uh, right. J H Patel, Bomma, and David Gowda days. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. prior to that, it was. it was the absolute reverse that was to happen mm. 27 for congress one for the janata parivar mm. this is the first time that the absolute opposite and first time bjp has crossed i mean 40% they are at 50% but they had they were struggling to cross 40 so it's a stunning stunning win but but thank you so much kishore for joining i know we have a lot more to discuss but this is uh, turning out to be a mammoth podcast so i'm keeping every uh, segment 20 20 20 minutes each Thank you so much, but we'll have you back on to discuss a lot more, and let's see how the state government crisis shapes up. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank very you so much, much Kishore. Yeah. And that, my friends, marks the end of this week's podcast. It's a mammoth one. Thank you so much for staying tuned with us. Next week we'll be back with our usual forty forty five minute segments, recommendations, different topics of the world. We hope you enjoyed this one. We hope you enjoyed the Lok Sabha coverage on Mind Makers. Mindmaker still will be talking about politics, social issues, history issues, and a lot more. Stay tuned. Follow us um, on Twitter at at m y i n d m a k e r s. You can follow me at a s k zero seven zero four. Please write to me. Please write to us about what you like, what went wrong. We look forward to your suggestions. Thank you.